T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Hello! Welcome, or thank you for staying, or I'm sorry, I'm not really sure. (laughs) We are the Playmakers. We are here to entertain you with our voices, mostly. Sports takes, eh, not really, but mostly the vision. Sports and other things is what we do, and uh, we have a whole another hour to complete for this Wednesday edition of the Playmakers. My name is Lindsey Brown. Over across the glass for me is Adrian Hernandez. And uh, there's a little bit of controversy afoot in the world of Disney. In animation. In animation. Inanimate objects come to life. Facts. They're getting more respect. But Correct. more controversy comes with that. Exactly. And I don't think I've watched like uh, a new Pixar or Disney movie probably in the last two or three years like i haven't seen soul i think was a big one i haven't seen it yep i i I have the intention to i just i would rather see it like when it actually means something or like with somebody or like with some of my favorite kids like that i'm related to or something because it actually make a memory out of it instead of just being like i need something else to fill this void of two hours so i don't have any original thoughts there's plenty to it's crazy too Still because even outside with this this new movie that's causing the controversy, mm-hmm. Disney and Pixar themselves are in like they have a lot of huge beef because some of the Disney movies like Encanto, which was like an animation movie but not by Pixar, yeah, they released in theaters and then sold. Wait, Encanto's was, the one that we're talking about, right? No, no, we're talking about Turning Red, Turning which is, Red, which is the newest. It came out uh, on the 11th, so this past Friday, right. which is a Pixar movie, but. Encanto was Disney animation, not Pixar specific. Right. That one went in theaters. But then Soul and all, basically all the Pixar movies during the pandemic, they put straight to Disney Plus, which just like Black Widow is messing with the money. Mm-hmm. And you know Pixar, they have the accolades and a lot of respect. Well, Disney, um, Pixar is what was born when a lot of animators were told no at Disney and then they became the most popular kid at the table and then Disney acquired Pixar and now yeah. used all their technology and all their animating practices and now the films basically look the same. But we all know that when you're working on one of those films, it's not like everybody in the Disney company is you're like on a team for, you know, years. Because these yeah, animated films are are so ridiculously expansive and I like I said, I haven't seen the Seeing Red. I... Based off of what I've gathered, the controversy around this film, some parents are not pleased that the topic of puberty is breached. So much so, menstruation. Yeah, because the... <laughs> and Lindsay's falling to the ground. How could you? Because we're talking about... 
turning red. That's that not what... so gross. And by the way, that's not. Nobody does that even. That's not real. That wasn't purposefully done. That's not why the movie's called Turning Red specifically. Was that fall and I'm going to have bruises later. <laughs> yeah, so you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Um, Committed to the bit. Always. Yeah, so, so the movie, first off, it's the first feature length film uh, directed by an Asian woman. Um, which was cool, oh, and no it depicts. No wonder we have so much vitriol. Yeah, it it, 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 it the story is a coming of age story following a thirteen year old uh, Chinese Canadian um, wo- girl who basically it, it's learning how she's navigating puberty in school and mm-hmm. kind of the relationship with her mother, and then sh- her family so has. Very- worthy thing to talk about yeah. considering it's just like i don't know one of those things you go through if you just exist no 100 percent. and the crazy as thing a is woman or otherwise like this this film is is like it's certified on rotten tomatoes it's gotten a 95 percent mm-hmm. certified fresh from reviewers on the flip side though the audience rating is 66 because like I mean, I, I have some of these. I had to explain to my kid what a period yeah, was. How like, how could you p- put this on me? I wasn't prepared to breach such a serious subject. This is just one of the comments. This is a story very targeted to You're a specific a human being. audience. Things leak out of your orifices. It happens to everyone. I had to I had to turn it off after ten minutes, realizing that this was about a girl growing up. Uh, this is not appropriate for kids. It teaches kids that is it is okay to disobey parents. Because it's God important. forbid we challenge the authority. Yeah, man. It, There's it is... that. It's the it's the ickiness of existence for women for me, or just for girls, because that we that's that's an old trope. That's an old thing. We uh, don't like talking about certain subjects like menstruation because it makes men mostly uncomfortable, and so we don't. Instead of just you know making men uncomfortable, because that's not the end of the world. Like, believe it or not, it's not the end of the world. But I find it ironic because I think that there's a, a shifting in the in the parental winds right now because I think in many ways our generation, you're, you're a parent, I'm not, so you can speak to this a lot better than I can, but just knowing how we look at generational cycles and how certain mindsets seem to be employed by a generation and then you have the response of their children, like, we are a very the millennials are a very serious generation because mostly our life has been chaos since we've been around, and so we've had to like, basically right. We've had to be adults. We've been parentified by the world in a lot of ways, just to kind of use one of those those therapy terms. And with that, I think that as we become parents ourselves, we're going to be a lot more sensitive to stuff that the kids are watching than say our parents where like our, the, for all of the crap we gave our parents for the helicopter parents I think we're going to be more of the censorship parent type of generation really Be- I do because and it's not it, I think it's because people want to expose their kids at the pacing they want and because we we have basically scrubbed innocence away and it's not like it happened in the last 10 years we've been sexualizing little girls way before Disney started doing the same thing. And that's why it's so bizarre to me when we have these kind of um, flashpoint moments in society. Being like, I did not expect this topic to be broached with my kid. I, this is so inappropriate. I'm like, did you not like watch the little mermaid and how like the entire premise is like, I want him to love me. And so in order to get, myself into a position where maybe I can make that happen I'm willing to give up my voice or like maybe when we have every Disney film we don't kill off both of the parents or like maybe you know this like the Snow White consent thing what about that yeah you know and and so it's just like 
that's where I, I don't I'm not going to fault our generation for being very aware of what they're exposing their kids to and, and when that is. But when it's the pushback in the public sphere, like if you don't want your kids to see it, just don't take them. Like why why you got to go file a complaint? Why you got to go push back on it? Because it's not like they're out there doing a strip tease. It's not like it, this is the Mister Roger Rabbit or whatever that. Yeah, film and there is. wasn't. And throughout the movie, it wasn't like uh, she had a crush on someone or any romantic. Like it was just this is why a part of life. So against that this this happens. Why are we so <laughs> against educating to the human condition? Just in general, especially any sort of what would be classified as alternative lifestyles, which they're not. They're just lifestyles. I'm just I'm confused. I'm like, Why, I, I kind of want to see some of these parents like the, the, the people leaving one star reviews. Like, let's just show them one episode of Euphoria. They're not looking to put their Euphoria. I'm just like, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit too much for me. And, and the reason why I was like really in the thought process of, I guess, the parents being overprotective is I see the opposite, and, and I've had these conversations with the mother mm-hmm. uh, of my son of like, yo, we need to make sure his tab. I didn't want to get him a tablet. It was a good deal mm-hmm. on Amazon, and it wasn't the iPad. It was whatever, the Amazon, what, yeah. the Fire tab, whatever. Like, we make sure it is two hours during the week and three right. hours on the weekend and his phone and kind of limiting limiting it because basically, like, Disney Plus was the safe haven for so many parents because it became America's yes. number one babysitter. Exactly, and that's what I mean. There, there's these there's these responses to what you have exposed to you and the choices that you want to make differently, and, and that's what I mean. Maybe it's not censorship that I'm the the word that I want to attribute to our generation of parenting. It's oversight. I think we want to create boundaries for kids, but we want to let them kind of roam and be free as much as we can. Because, like, I was one of the last kids that didn't have to be home until the light, you know, the the street lights yeah. came on, and you could disappear for hours at a time. And my parents would have no idea where I was, and it was it was okay. And I think and it's kind that, of we're trying to create that, except like fake. <laughs> yeah, true, and and also because also like I think that's going to happen more often. Like the stories of, and I kind of grew up the same way, mm-hmm. where like even if I had a free be home, parent, be home by it. eight, like yep. nah, I'm gonna call you at eight and be like, hey, this is where I'm at. I'll be home soon. And that's um, right. We want to create the cornucopia for yeah. your child's version of the non-killing Hunger Games to happen. No, we want them to learn the survival skills, but not actually have to kill anybody. But as gas increases, the five dollars a gallon and Correct. things become more expensive, mm-hmm. and Jobs aren't paying as well. Like parents are going to be working more. So that just gives more freedoms to kids. And this is, I see like Pixar kind of, this is bubbling up to becoming an issue because even uh, some of the shorts that they do and some of the content, they've commented with everything going on in Florida and the, uh, the don't say gay gay bill. bill. And, you know, Pixar not only came out with a public statement. No, they they did. Disney didn't until after. Yeah. Yeah. They were forced. And, and one of the reasons why is because Marvel, Pixar, Lucasfilm, they all came out and said their own statements. But not only did Pixar say, you know, the the corporate statement of we don't approve, they went into detail and and interviewed with publications of like, hey, we've tried to tell these stories and have some of these relationships to show people because this, the whole purpose. is the human condition. Yeah, the whole purpose is to show them that there's there's different people um, that come from different cultures and do different things. Mm -hmm. And that's what you would want your kid, you want to. You as a person and as, as a parent, you would want your kid and yourself to experience a whole bunch of different things from a whole bunch of different people. That's a, well, it's a healthy, that's a healthy mindset to have. And I don't think there's as many people that have that as we think. It's no, it's a hundred. It's like common sense. It's not so common, right? Yeah. It's, it's, well, uh, and we, and we think that 
everybody is in the pursuit of gaining more. Like we want to be better. We want to, we want to, we want to learn this. We want to know this. We, we will be better off if we do. There are so many people that just want to stay in their own bubble and they're people in their own bubble and they don't want you or anybody else bringing any sort of mirror up to theirs. And that's not how this works. You yeah. can't, you can't just put your own little family in front of the metaphorical iPad screen and say, this is the world and this is what it is. And we're only going to split because guess what's going to happen to those kids. They're going to go out in the world. They're not going to know who they are. And so worst case scenario, they'll be exactly who the world tells them to be. And best case scenario, they'll be confused and figure it out on their, on their own with all of the scars and stuff that go along with it. And they will know how to express themselves either way. And, both of those scenarios, they get the message that you, the parent or the society, do not accept them as they are, will not accept them as they are. So much so that you're not even willing to acknowledge the existence. And I know we're getting very specific about this is largely about the don't say gay bill. But when we talk about things that offend us, there's a difference between being offensive and being uncomfortable, first of all. Um, the more time you spend being uncomfortable, the more comfortable you are in it. it I won't say it gets easier because it does. Like, there are some days where I'm, I'm like, I've sat in this, this crappy soup before, but for some reason it feels extra scalding. But you know how, quote unquote, bad it can get, which is not at all. What's the FDR quote, or, or I shouldn't say FDR quote, the Eleanor Roosevelt quote, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself? Yeah. It's FDR. Um, sure, she said it to him because it was basically a brain trust. You look that little piece of history up yourself, especially if you're in Florida. Um, but it, it, it's so important to allow people to get hurt, and it's important to allow people to discover and as you said express who they are be that consuming somebody else's expression of art or recognizing yourself in it because just because you don't want to deal with it doesn't mean the problems are going away they're going to come for you you can keep trying to change your address they're going to find you every damn time and and another aspect of this that i find hilarious is and i think we've talked about this and i think i've said this publicly i'm a disneyland dad Mm -hmm. um so in one respect you got all these parents going after this Disney movie, but then at Disneyland. So Pirates of the Caribbean, Jungle Cruise, uh, the Snow White ride, they've had to change it and take out the indigenous characters because of oh, how they were depicted. racist. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. These same parents are complaining about, yo, this is history. This is what I saw. Even um, Roger Rabbit's ride, which basically the whole ride basically depicts Jessica Rabbit being kidnapped by this gang, and it's a woman being tied up. It looks okay. terrible. And they're finally, they're changing the ride, to, to, and it's going to be all about Jessica Rabbit, and it's going to be a better message. And people are complaining about this because this is history, and this is how it ought to be. And it's just frustrating. That- I liked m- more date rape with my Disney films. Yeah, no. Nah, it, what about, it's- like, the child trafficking themes in Pinocchio? Or as you mentioned, the, the indigenous peoples. Like, the biggest uh, example, I think, in terms of movie that I consumed the most as a kid, Peter Pan, and the way they depicted na- Native Americans in that ridiculous obscenely racist on so many levels and that's why it's just like 
well, we're okay with this because this is what we've been exposed to. But the minute we're uncomfortable because all of a sudden this new brand of acceptance, which reads to me as hatred of me, hatred of my way of life, hatred of my mindset, well, I got to kill it. It's very colonial mindset if you think about it. Do you know the uh, story about the Little Mermaid VHS cover? Oh, you mean the the tower that looks like a giant penis? Yeah, the uh, the it's not phallus? the only cover that's like that. There, yeah, the phallus uh, seems to be a theme with this species, <laughs> especially with with the with the males. And that's where I literally was talking about this with my friend the other day because I'm like, who draws these cartoons? Like, who draw who who makes these movies? Well, I'm sure the numbers are are improving in terms of how we allocate our gender disparity. But I'm guessing they're mostly men. We know that when it all started, it was mostly men. Uh, all of those art kids you grew up with, how many penises did they draw in their notebook? Like piece of paper by piece of paper. Of course there's phalluses everywhere. Yeah. Of course there is. And if you don't know, so basically on the VHS cover, uh, they had it until enough people noticed years later. And so now it is officially removed. Uh, if you do Google it, uh, you could see it yourself if you're into that type of thing. But yeah. Yeah. What like Beauty and the Beast? We've talked about on this show before. Be like, you can't leave. Okay. Yeah, I just have to stay here. All right, who this, needs those books? Why do, who needs those books? Don't worry, your pretty little head, Belle. Come on. I mean, it's just like this is we're we're starting to go after Disney. Like that's that's today's too is too offensive. I'm like, guys, I was watching Gladiator at age seven. I'm like, trust me, we get over some things really quick. I mean, there's some adult films rated R, not those types of adult films that will absolutely give the wrong impression to kids, and that's why you need to make sure that you're. Showing them age-appropriate content. But explaining why there's blood coming out because it's a natural thing that happens to 50% of the population. and that, Like, it just, it's mind-boggling to me how bad, ass-backwards we are in so many different aspects. It's like they want their kid to be terrified and come to there's them completely confused. There's a regression back to the mean in terms of these types of opinions, I think, because we are so quickly moving through technology. Like we're it's it's subconscious pearl clutching by all of us because we're it's everything is so out of control. And so what I can control is the way that I respond to this. And, you know, who's probably going to if I get enough Facebook moms on here to say, um, my kid is irreparably damaged by the exploration of this topic. Well, then maybe I can be the most popular person at the ball. Maybe I can start a group. Maybe we can make T-shirts. Now I have friends. That I didn't really learn how to make because I've been watching these stupid ass movies the whole time. <laughs> it's like, a it's, it's, it's a crazy formula. Yeah, uh, it, it truly is. And I was I was even like watching. I, I'm just starting to like grasp this con this concept, or at least it, it, in terms of practice, like these quote unquote iPad kids, where it's like people that have been that grown up with screens in from their entire lives. They can't eat without it because that's like it's it's a Pavlovian no, it's, cue. It's scary. And it, it's terrifying. And and I deal with that with my son. Yep. Like literally. Yep. Every and day. So, and that's why those guardrails. That's where I, that oversight I feel is something that has been lacking in previous generations. And it's not anything that's that they can be faulted for. It's just that we have a lot of data. We have a lot of things that are now saving time, and so we have a lot of time for self reflection too. And so we want to do things better. We want to do things our own way, and it's not always a commentary on you messing us up because whether you tried your best or not or whether you did your best or not, you're going to mess up the kids. The world's going to mess up the kids. It happens. The kids come out messed up. Which is why it's good that these things are in this movie because this happens. So just be okay if she's like, well, I have a question about this, but it seems a little weird. If it makes you uncomfortable, just be like, hey, hon, thanks for asking me the question. 
Uh, I want to give you a hug because we're just on this giant floating orb in the middle of the universe anyway. So there's bigger things to be worried about and bigger things to be pissed off about, uh, especially when it comes to certain Disney themes. Like there are plenty of Disney things we can rip. 100%. This, this is not one of them. This is not one of them. Well, the last thing I'll say is go watch Turning Red. It's a really good movie. I might have um, to tonight just like out of respect. You're, you're going to be entertained whether you have a kid or not. It, it's a really good. bleeding uteri out of respect. Yes, yes. Gentlemen, do yourselves a favor, whether you've done, whether you have somebody to bring it home to t- uh, tonight or not. Just go buy a box of tampons for practice. My girl gets like, the thick seriously, ones. Seriously, just go, just go do it because grow up and get get it over with. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, you never Mark, know. Wherever you are, Mark. The, the your soulmate, who's like the most attractive person you've ever seen, might ask you the first day you've ever met, "Can you go run and buy me some tampons? What are you gonna do? Stutter step?" Uh, I can't. I've never done that. Which ones do I get? Nah, you play it off like you've been there before. So I'm doing your homework for you. You're welcome. Uh, Trista Crick does our homework when it comes to the world of basketball. We get into all that and a bag of chips on the other side of break. Love for the bet. Joining us on the show is BetQL host Trista Crick of BetMGM Tonight. Trista is brought to us today by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Welcome back, Trista Crick. Always, always a pleasure. Uh, We're going to start with the hard-hitting sports question first. In your Disney film viewing experiences, be that hero, princess, narrative messaging, what has been the biggest red flag for you, like giving you the vibes? This is the opposite of what we should be glorifying right now. Ooh, great question. What are some of the ones that are the most problematic? Let me go ahead and go backwards. I mean, pretty much all of them. I think uh, Walt Disney in general was like a problematic character for like in terms of misogyny and in terms of race. Um, They've gotten a lot better uh, in terms of like Marvel. Marvel's helped with inclusion and strong female characters. So we'll go with that. I think uh, Captain Marvel's the best. Captain Marvel shows that women are, I think Captain Marvel's the strongest. One, one of the strongest women or one of the strongest characters in all of the Marvel Universe. She can do things that she can touch, like, all the stones and stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and keep pushing P. I'm going to say uh, yes. the moment I knew that Disney had taken a turn for the better was Captain Marvel. And Black Widow as well. Black Widow's amazing. Plus one for Team Brie Larson. Uh, again, talking to Trista Crick, host of Bet MGM tonight. This question kind of came up organically in our, our NBA conversation yesterday. Uh, but who's more important to their team in terms of their presence in the lineup and finding their best ball, Kyrie Irving or Draymond Green? Draymond Green. Draymond Green is the uh, spoke of the is the hub of the wheel, not the spoke of the wheel. He is the hub of the wheel. He is what makes Steph Curry get open shots. He's the, also the anchor of the defense. He is the culture leader. He's the kind of guy that tells Steph Curry, there's a center on you. You need to cook him, break his ankle, Steph, do more, be more. Uh, he's the passionate heartbeat of the, of the team. Kyrie is just a bucket. I mean, I don't mean to say just. Kyrie is simply the best bucket getter we've seen in a very, very long time, if not the best in terms of footwork, in terms of the ability to get his shot over anyone, around anyone. And obviously he's just unconscious uh, and has been. But he needs he, he, he's not needed on a night-to-night basis or he would be playing on a night-to-night basis. Uh, he's never played 82 games. The most he's ever played is with LeBron. I don't think he liked it that much. So I think it's very, very easily Draymond Green. What were you guys' takes? 
I went Kyrie just from the respect of I think that the Nets have a better chance of winning the championship because I don't think that the Warriors match up with the Suns. Um, so that's I just saw a higher ceiling overall as the team. So that's why I went with Kyrie being more important. But obviously Draymond is the glue uh, that is that has kept everything together for that dynasty that is the Warriors. Yeah, for me it was Kyrie was a bigger swing, but Draymond matters more. But that team at least has the experience to kind of lean on when he hasn't been available. Yeah, and I think like if you're talking about just in general, like I I would say I would say Draymond's more important just to that team success period. But I think in terms of the roster that the Nets have without Kyrie, I don't think this team does is able to do much. I don't think exactly. either team is able to do much without one of those guys on the on the like night to night basis. That's Trista Crick from Bet MGM tonight on location right at the Bet MGM National Harbor. Correct this week. Yes, we are. We are doing it live. We're doing a live show Thursday and Friday. If you're in, if you're interested, uh, we'll be doing it there. I don't know who's coming and going, but it's in uh, just outside of DC. Yes, and of course she hosts the NBA podcast uh, Heat Check. You can get that on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. And speaking of Kyrie um, and the Nets, we haven't spoken since the the spectacle that was the Nets versus Sixers last Thursday night in Philly. Um, what'd you think of everything? Uh, I know for Philly fans, it was probably a big waste of money if they went to the game, but, uh, what'd you think of the spectacle? To me, it showed that there's a lot of narratives and bad blood between not only Joel Embiid versus Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons versus the city of Philly, of course, but also that there's a lot of disrespect. If you're Kyrie and KD, you're like, why would you want to have left? We are so good without you. You could have just ridden our coattails when we're all together. This is something that you've made the mistake thinking that you're in a better situation with them than you are with us. Kyrie was strapping James Harden. Kyrie, when he wants to, can play some very good defense. He's got a size disadvantage, and he made him and the team defense as a whole made James Harden sort of neutralized, which I thought was very interesting. They held Joel to very limited points. It showed that they actually can match up effectively with Philly in a way that I didn't know was possible given how dominant JoJo is because of the, the Sixers' lack of shooting. They've got scrubs, man. Like Tobias Harris is stealing. He's stealing money from, from the Sixers. That's 40 mil, clear. right? 40 mil. Like he's, he's a role player. He should be playing like 20% of the minutes. And uh, and he's getting paid like he's a super superstar. So they need to move him. And like Danny Green's not the one, and like Cork Moss is not the one, and George Nang's not the one. They miss Seth Curry. They miss Andre Drummond. I don't know what they're gonna do when when uh, Embiid needs a spell and like hang out on the bench. You know he's gonna have to play like 40 minutes all throughout the playoffs. So I felt like the it solidified to me the ceiling of the Nets and the floor of the Sixers. And uh, one more question here on the NBA side, uh, and I'll stay with the Nets. Um, earlier this week, Steve Nash said that he is extremely hopeful uh, yeah, for okay. Ben Simmons to return. Okay. Um, it's been over a month in terms of, you know, he's been around the team, yeah. but in terms of being on the court, he's only done, like, individual drills. Are you surprised? Yeah. Because, honestly, for him no. not to even practice, it's a little crazy. No. No. I mean, think about this. First and foremost, and you guys might have saw this on my Twitter. Not sure. First and foremost, Steve Nash has been – well, I would call it his credibility has been not unquestionable. He promised us that James Harden was not getting traded. He told us something else that wasn't also true. 
Uh, he said, oh, they, he said that Kyrie would never be allowed to play part-time. It's like, I can't trust anything that Steve Nash does in terms of what's going on with this team. Two, Ben Simmons has already had a back surgery. Uh, he was out of the playoffs with a back injury. So that's not surprising. What is surprising is that that physical wasn't, like he was, he was cleared and now has had a setback, and I'm not really sure what the setback is from. Uh, I'm not even sure if he'll play in the regular season or if they're going to try to ramp him up and play in the second or third round in the playoffs if they even get there. It's going to be very, very interesting to watch. I'm not sure how much they need him with Kyrie. If Kyrie and KD can be together, you know, maybe you you let Ben get back to full health uh, unless you need him for some individual matchup. Yeah, if they need him, I think that they would be a little bit more urgent in their messaging, whether or not is the truth. It seems like everybody lies in the sports world, Trista Crick. But we're going to shift gears a little bit here because we are uh, just mere hours away from the big tournament starting. And uh, we are the hardest of hitting sports question people here on the Playmakers. And so I posed some of these questions to Joe O yesterday, and I want to do the same to you just to see what kind of different answers that we get. There's about 13 of them. Uh, I'm going to give you a description that I would like you to provide me with a team that you think it fits. Why and any other thoughts you have. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Excellent. And away we go. Worst uniforms with the longest odds to advance past the first round. Worst uniform with the with the best with the worst odds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To advance, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm just looking through. The tough question. I know. It's it's all right. We it take is, your time. I would say I don't know. Like, is there bad uniforms? Probably like a Gonzaga. I don't like their uniforms. Okay, we'll take that like answer. Theirs. I don't like Vermont. Vermont got. Like terrible uniforms. I'll take that. It's like a little, it's like a green, yellow. What Joe O say? Uh, Joe O said the South Dakota State Jackrabbits, and so I don't know if he was going They're for jacking for... and the rabbiting. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> you are brilliant. Uh, mascot you'd most likely lose to in a thumb war? A Hokie. I don't even know what that is. Fair enough. Virginia Tech Hokie. I'll probably lose to them. Or a Boilermaker. Good answer. Team with the most pressure that doesn't seem to know it. That doesn't seem to know that they have pressure? Correct. Um, team with the most doesn't know that they have the pressure. Probably Auburn. They don't seem to operate like they have any pressure at all. Uh, they're a number two seed. They should be a number one seed. They've got a bunch of freshmen. They won't pass Jabari Smith the ball. He he needs to like he needs to go deep with this team, but they just operate like they've got all the time in the world. Right on. Shock a smart dream team, aka a deep unexpected run that will result in phone calls from unknown booster McBee numbers for their next big job. Who? What team? What team? Yep. Loyola Chicago. Another Cinderella run? Yeah, this is a team that's got a lot of seniors from that Final Four run. I think that they could go to the Sweet 16. Could they beat Tennessee? Definitely. Um, Tennessee's been up and down. I think Tennessee's a more talented team. But I just don't trust Villanova. I really, really don't. And I think, I think Ohio State are frauds. They've been up and down all year as well. Loyola Chicago, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. 
tons of experience, tons of depth, a lot of seniors on this team. I think five seniors on this team that went to the Final Four. So, yeah, I, uh, I like Loyola Chicago, but I don't, I don't think Porter Mosier is going anywhere. It's kind of a tough conference in the Big Ten. Those are harsh yeah, words for my Buckeyes. She's calling your team the frauds, man. Jesus. There's a shot fired, shots fired. Uh, what about the just happy to be here squad, Trista? Michigan. Michigan shouldn't even be in this tournament. Uh, somehow, some way, they face Colorado State where they end up getting a great matchup. I think they should beat Colorado State. Like Colorado State is a six seed. Them being an 11 seed doesn't make a ton of sense. But they really should have been where Indiana went in the first four. An early exit last year, so a growth model needs to be a shower, not a grower, this time around. Goodness gracious. Mm, Kentucky. I think Kentucky can, can go to the national championship this year. I think they've got a lot of experience. they got older guys now. You know, Kentucky's known to have normally a lot of freshmen on the team, but they got some transfers. Coach Cal has them thinking individually. He's one of the better coaches, I think, in college basketball. I like them to make the Final Four and beat UConn. Team likely to lose you the most money, a.k.a. longevity plus flair for the dramatic. Probably Duke. If you bet on Duke to go deep into the tournament and you bet on them on the, like, as a, against the spread, you're going to lose a lot of money. I've lost more money on Duke than I've lost like of anything ever. Like I've probably lost 15 units on Duke at least. More money than I could ever imagine losing. And so I'm fading Duke, and I have not lost one. Plus, it was a really tough effort to close out the old, uh, the old books on Coach K. Team least likely to consume high fructose corn syrup, also known as the Nathan McKinnon plan. I have no idea what that even means. Um, that's probably Arizona. I don't know. Probably Arizona. Coach, whose anger brings you the most joy? Ooh, that's a great question. Ooh, probably Coach Cal. His face gets so red. He like he gets his like little slick back. That's funny. Probably, actually, I changed my mind. Juwan Howard, because you know when Juwan Howard gets mad, he's throwing hands. Wow, wow. There's absolutely no punches being uh, curbed away from that one. Uh, no ceiling, no breaks, runs on momentum and code red ra- Mountain Dew. Iowa. Iowa is a, is a high-momentum team right now. Uh, they score in bun- bunches, obviously. Like, they had a great conference tournament run. They can go down and still score 20 points in, like, two minutes. They have one of the best teams or one of the best kids in the country in Keegan Murray and his twin. Uh, so, yeah, I think they're riding high on momentum. The group slash reason why the lifeguard is blowing their whistle at the pool. I don't even know what this means, Lindsay. What does that mean? I'm just putting it out there. I'm trying to get some answers, trying to get you into a mode where you're giving us, uh, I don't know, just a... Uh... These questions are for a high person. I'm too sober for this right now. <laughs> I saw what Joe O said yesterday, but clearly these ones aren't good enough. I just, I'm sorry. I thought this what would be a fun exercise say? for both of us. That one I came what up with last say? night. That one I came up with. Okay. Yeah, but the rest of them... You got to test these out here to on Joe O as well. Well, this is the first time I've had my the the question writing skills. Uh, this I'm gonna under say fire. Memphis. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Memphis. I'm gonna say Memphis. Right on, Adrian. Why don't you ask mine? Mine are, aren't up to snuff today. Well, I have a last question. Do you want to stick to sports or Trista? You you seem like you like comic books a lot. You've mentioned Marvel a lot. Which direction do you want to go as we close this out? Let's go non-sports. Okay, let's talk about Batman. 
Robert Patterson or Christian Bale or who else has been Batman? Uh, Val Robert Kilmer. Patterson. Uh, Robert Pat- Pat- Pattinson, excuse uh, me. Twilight name, Dude. Um, as well. Yeah, Val Kilmer, uh, George Clooney. Um, the Lego yeah. Batman 2 who doesn't get enough credit because that was a great movie. Um, who's Michael your favorite Keaton Batman? Was also Batman. True facts. Michael he's, Keaton was also Batman. I think he's going to be think, in the new Flash I think, movie. Uh, I think uh, there is no better Batman than Christian Bale. And I think that a big reason is probably because you saw the Joker performance. Like, to have uh, a tandem that ended up becoming so iconic, I can't really, how would I say this, take Robert Pattinson that seriously? Like, I watched that movie, and, like, he's whispering on, like, this, like, you know, sort of, like, angsty, you know, all I could think of is Twilight, and he's like, yeah, you know? And I'm like, I don't believe you. Like, I don't believe that kiss. <laughs> Take on, this off. I don't believe, I didn't believe any of it. Like, he wouldn't even show how yoked he got because he, he took a stand and wouldn't even lift weights. All he did was focus on his nutrition because he said there was, like, body toxicity. He's just or soulmates. a strange guy. Just a strange dude. So I, I think Christian Bale is the all-time great Batman. But the script for the Batman and Robert Pattinson was awesome. I thought the plot line was great. The whole murder mystery thing was cool. The Riddler was awesome. So I think we've come a long way in terms of the cinematography uh, in terms of the score, the acting was great in terms of all the tertiary characters. But like Robert Pattinson, if he if he's rolling out as the Batman for the next decade, I don't know, dog. I don't. You're I don't not know you're about not a that. fan of the hot topic uh, emo Batman. Like, why did he have to have his hair like that? <laughs> that you were no, you were first amazing. fan of the Pat Riley uh, fan club with the slick back look. What do you mean? Well, no, he, he had some of he, he had. Even have, he had the Justin Bieber yeah. comb over over his face. He He's has eyeliner half. on underneath never his mask. Never say never, he Era. Takes, you don't say. He takes the mask off, and there's still like eyeliner. You saw it, eyeliner on his <laughs> eyes. I don't. You put on eyeliner every time you put that mask on. I don't understand it. It's ruining it. the mythology for you. I can see. I get your point of view. I get it. I thought it was a and great movie kissed, too. What was it? Who played uh, Catwoman? What was her name? Oh, um, oh Anne Zoe. Hathaway or no, 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 no. Or the, Zoe, oh, Zoe we're Kravitz. talking about the new, oh, the new one. Yeah, yeah Zoe, I haven't seen one. She's a uh, Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge fan. Oh, so she was... Zoe Kravitz. There was no sexual chemistry between them whatsoever, which led my brain in all kinds of directions. But the kiss was like out of nowhere. Like there was nothing built up between them. Like they just kissed, and I'm like. When did you guys have an attraction to each other? There was no flirting. There was no, like, like knowing touches where you sort of, like, are just kind of testing the water. You just kissed out of nowhere. It, it made That part made no sense. I actually laughed out loud. People looked at me in the theater. Trista Crick, leading advocate for superhero foreplay. Many thanks for your time, your guidance, you. and your imaginative insight. I look forward to your next visit and wish you well until then, but mostly always have a blessed evening and show and best you of time. Too. I love your imaginative insight as well. Well, next time we'll try to bring better, but I appreciate your participation. It's okay. I'm just, I'm a little overwhelmed right now. Lindsay. There's a lot of things. It ha- tends to happen at, with our show and w- those who tend to frequent it, which Trista Crick does each and every Wednesday. We appreciate her. Uh, brought to us by BetMGM. Download the app or visit BetMGM.com today. 21 years of age or older, Nevada. Only visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And after that conversation, I mean, we're going to get our ducks in a row because who knows?
knows what we're talking about next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm beginning to feel like a rap god, rap god. All my people from the front to the back, now, back, now. Now, who thinks that arms are long enough to slap box, slap box? They said I rap like a robot, so call me rap box. But for me to rap like a computer must be in my jeans. I got a laptop in my back pocket. My pinnacle walk when I hat cock it. Got a fat nap from that rap profit. Made a living in a killing office. Ever since At this point, I'm just prepared to, on Wednesdays, 2 p.m. rolls around. Get our scheduled call with Trista Crick. I'm just going to let you take everything going forward. Like, I, I can't win. What do you mean? What happened? I can't win. First of all, the best parts of that whole interview were talking about superhero stuff, which I have absolutely <laughs> nothing to add to. She's like, I have no interest. Yeah, and uh, she just, like, wasn't a, a fan of my questions. But, you know, no, she she's a very important person, Trista Crick. And so sometimes when the standards aren't met, she's going to let the people know. And well, I got my assignment. I get it. No, no, no. See, I, I disagree. It. You you took she was in a very busy area. It's March Madness. She I didn't was get the on location. same feedback that I wanted, okay? I, I Joe O was getting so many more chuckles out of it. I She's said, gonna, Isn't that weird how that works? So you could tell two different people and granted there's there are literally two different people and difference we're encapsulating a lot into just one word. But just completely different experiences with mostly the same questions. Yeah, no, that that is, I mean, that that's the beauty and in it, right? I only wrote two of them high, so first of all, oh, like, let's, wow. let's, let's, let's walk that back. What a, what a difference between our questions. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed during the commercial break, um, are, you, are, are you getting ready to get athletic after the show? Yeah, I'm going to go play tennis after this, and that starts at 6, and so I want to be able to not have a panic attack on my car on the way there of just being like, okay, so we get there. And then we go to the locker room. And then we go to the locker room. Then we're going to take this sock off. And then we're going to take this sock off. And then we're going to change. Then we're going to go there. And then we're going to go there. And then we're going to go there. The rituals mm-hmm. continue. And so I was like, you know what? We have a couple of minutes with the with the pre-recorded interview. So I might as well get it changed. And then I can drive with a little bit more calmness. And I think this city needs more of that. And I like that. And that's, that's kind of why, um, you know, I like to let the music speak for me sometimes. Mm. And with the Rap God intro as we come back. I kind of wanted to get you in that that mind frame of you're going to be a tennis god right now Hell when yeah. you get onto that court. Mm-hmm.
I'm ready for it. I need to work out some frustration. Yesterday when I was playing Monday morning, or no, two days ago now, uh, I wasn't getting my feedback that I wanted there either. Or I wasn't hitting the ball as hard. Or even when I was hitting it hard, it wasn't going where I wanted it to. And I was just like, you know what? We're going to suck today so Wednesday I can be amazing. See, I like that mentality. And then if we suck today, hopefully we can be amazing on Friday. I like that mentality. Big day for me, too. I'm on a two-game losing streak in my Madden League. No! So we got a big game versus... Where's your hit stick? What happened? I, I had to face two players who have, like, 599 players. Because this is a franchise mode and the season's over. So, like, just like in real life, free agency has happened. And this dude signed everybody and became the Rams. And he made me play when I got back from the hospital. It's a big game earlier uh, t- tonight. No I'm looking for forward wicked, to it. Man. No, honestly, we, we got to get back on the money. Don't grow on trees. It doesn't. I, I have to ask you. Speaking of money, a lot of money is going to be bet tomorrow. Yeah, the NCAA tournament kicks off. Um, what, what's the? We're going to have a pre-production meeting right now before we get out of here. <laughs> what is? Uh, what's what's about to happen? What am I going to step into tomorrow? What do you mean? Like, are we, it's like, are we going to, I'm, oh, like, I'm, I'm not even kind planning on games. filling out a bracket. So like, let's I, do one together. Okay. We can compete. I, I just stopped doing brackets cause I didn't have anybody to compete with. And so I was just like, nobody wants to do the bracket challenge. So I just won't do the bracket. We'll do the bracket challenge as the games are going on and we will just, like, those will be easy dubs for us. I would like to us. change my answer. <laughs> Jackson, I'm really big in Jackson state. They're in Georgia. Yeah. Um, they had T.I. perform at a homecoming about three years ago. So they're used to big stages and big artists. That's true. And that's what March is all about, right? Yeah. What type of analysis did I just give? is a little questionable. Though, <laughs> no, you know 100%, 100%. Who am I to judge? Right? Who are we to judge? I mean, we're paid to technically, but we try to do it in a nice way. We'll be back at it tomorrow, uh, 3 to 5 p.m. per usual. Thank you to Adrian. Thank you to all the listeners. Be well to each other, but most importantly, yourselves. And use your damn blinkers because there's crashes every two seconds in this town, and we need to do our part in lowering that. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Have fun. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.